It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Palmerbet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight up screamer. Download our app today and enjoy straight up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos, and same game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1 800 858 858. Shop the biggest health and beauty brands in store or online at the lowest prices every day at Chemist Warehouse. From the city of Sales North, it's all about the Blues Brothers with Steve Devine and Ricardo Ball on SENZ. Yeah, it is the Blues Brothers. It is Steve Devine, it is not uh, Ricardo Ball, Manaya in filling f- in for him this week. G'day Steve, how are you getting on, mate? I'm well, mate, yourself? Yeah, not too bad, not too bad. I understand you've had a, you've had a day off, what have you been doing with yeah, yourself? Yeah, mate, just a day off, just try and recharge the batteries, it's been a long week. Yeah. Um, watched a bit of footy over the weekend and um, and, and did an awful lot of work at times, so yeah, just having a chill today. It never ends. Never. Actually, we were just talking about a couple of things we wanted to talk about here on the show, but something I wanted to pick your brain about was... The so-called super round. What did you make of the super round as a whole, um, mate? It was. It wasn't. Wasn't super. I, I don't think it should have been an Aussie. I think it would have been. Let's let's be honest. The Aussie teams are struggling. They're struggling to put bums on seats. They're struggling to get people watching on TV. Um, they're struggling to get pubs to turn it on. So and uh, that's and that's in cities that are you know rugby towns. You know Melbourne's not one of those. No. So a big ask to go to Melbourne. First of all, half the Melbourne population doesn't know what rugby is. No. So that that's going to be hard to start with. Yes. I, my great idea, probably typical Aussie sort of rugby thing, pretty badly pulled off, I would have thought. Um, I mean, it would have been, I, I'm sure you'd ask the players as well, it's probably a whole heap more fun if they would have had it in Dunedin. Yeah. Under the roof. Um, probably would have got similar crowds down there with the students. But, you know, it, it's just... Didn't for me personally feel like it was much of a spectacle or much effort or thought. It would have been way better to have it up in, in Brisbane. I, I think yeah. Brisbane and the Gold Coast, you can you know they're forty minutes apart. You could have split them up a little bit for different crowds. Well, that's what that's one thing that makes the Magic Round work so well in uh, rugby league is that the setup there in Brisbane is brilliant. There's pubs everywhere. It's a carnival for the for the whole weekend. Yeah. So yeah, and I, I guess it would have been good for the players to be in Melbourne because uh, they would have been able to wander around and no one really know who they were or what they're up to. <laughs> so they would have had a they would have had a great weekend. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but the game itself, I, I want to start on this one though. H- how exciting are the draw just to watch play? Well, the, the, oh, it's in their it's in their blood, right, to throw the ball around and have some fun. They, mate, they they were physical. They were they uh, there was an awful lot of cheap shots going in at times, <laughs> um, which is. Not typically a Fijian thing, but you know they were up for it, so yeah. uh, I, I enjoyed it. They they you know they turned up to play, and and the Blues turned up to play, and probably got a bit carried away early on with what they were trying to achieve and how they're trying to achieve it. So, you know, good good luck to the the Jura who who I think probably won the early stages of that game. Yeah, I kind of I kind of they look to me like Warriors teams of old. They'll try anything from anywhere, and when it works, it's incredible. But as as a fan of the draw, you must be you know could be here pulling stuff every now. And yeah, I, I, well, I doubt there's many Jura fans that are traditional rugby players. No, <laughs> or, yeah, you know, right. so they're, they're gonna they're gonna be out for a bit of uh, a bit of throw the baller and a bit of razzle dazzle and a, and a bit of you know the odd 
the odd thing that's not maybe quite so professional, but yeah. you know, good on them. I, I I enjoy the type of rugby they play. Like they throw around, it. and I think that's you know that's what the game needs. Um, I think they get caught down sometimes in just in the set pieces against the big teams. They they get a bit unrattled there. But in in terms of open play, you don't want to turn it into an open game. You know, I'm picking the Hurricanes. The the draw is going to be a sensational match because both yep. those teams they're they're pretty similar. Got a lot to play for as well. Yeah, I think I think that one could go either way. I reckon when that when that happens in a, in a few weeks. You talk about the Razzle Dazzle. I feel like um, you mentioned that the the Blues are potentially trying a little bit too much of it early on. Yeah, um, listen, they were a young team, right? They, it wasn't their full strength team, and um, a few young boys in there who maybe you know got got the, got a bit excited, excited yeah. tried to uh, tried to just press go from the start. Which, again, I, I don't really have a problem with, but uh, it's it's probably once they you know toned it down a little bit and just got back to set pieces and doing their thing, then they then they took control of the match, and I, I don't think it was ever really in doubt. No, I don't, even before the game, I don't think anyone was in two minds as to which way this one was going. One of my favourite um, plays that they did, and I loved seeing a good good old-fashioned trick play, was the um, fake rolling mall off the line-out, and then it went back down to Riccatelli, and then a couple of passes. I forget who scored it in the corner. I think it was a lock, perhaps. Uh, it was um, Gary, I think. Yeah. yeah. Um, I just love that kind of stuff. Enterprising play from the Blues, it seems. Yeah, yeah that's where it's going, right? Everyone knows a rolling mall. Yeah. You're going to have a crack. So I think that I've seen the Hurricanes throw a few options and, and the Crusaders as well, a few options off the uh, off the drive. So, you know, it's good if it goes off, but, you know, if it doesn't go off, then you're always thinking maybe if we just did drive it, we'll, we'll probably more of a chance. Which Outthought is, yourself, yeah. Which is where I, but, yeah, I, yeah, I'm all for a bit of, a, a bit of something different and uh, getting it out there. But, yeah, I, I, the Blues, again, you know, a little bit probably in the game. Let's say they're, they're a little bit under strength um, from kickoff. But, uh, you know, once they settled down, it was it was a good a good experience, a good learning curve for some of those younger boys, I think, to get a, a bit of big-time footy. Yeah, something I was just talking to Norm Hewitt about, and I suspect everyone's been talking about it pretty much for the entire season, is the amount of cards that have been coming out. Did you, did you feel like this round there were more? Carlton and Nagafi got one. Um, yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, uh, we had a chat to Bryce Lawrence a few weeks ago, and it's not it's not whether there's intent or not. It's not part of the process to determine if it's a card. Mm. Um, Do you think it should be? Oh, absolutely. It should be the first question asked: yeah. Is there intent, or is there not? Because if it's if there's no intent, I I, I still can't believe it can be a red card. I, I believe no. a red card is only for intent. An, an intentional hit to the head is is definitely a red card, right? And I. An accidental two play like two two plays having a head collision. There's no intent there, and people have been getting red cards for that. It's just it's it's outrageous. It, it is a little bit the the glancing off the shoulder one uh, is another one, and the one that particularly I think frustrates fans is the one where it's a glancing blow that you know wouldn't knock a fly off. You, yeah, you know your head, and then to the letter of the law that you know the refs are handcuffed. Yeah, it's collision with the head. They got to go. Yep. Again, it's uh, like Caleb Clark. Like the guys in the air for crying out loud had had absolutely <laughs> no intention, no intention whatsoever to make contact with anyone in that. He's trying to take the ball out, and yeah. you know you could argue pretty well the other side that he was in the air and and the guy on the ground took him out. It should have been a red card the other way. Yeah. So, so I mean, I, I can see why friend, fans are frustrated. I'm frustrated with it as well, and it, it needs it needs to get sorted out at an international level. It needs to go up to England. They need to sort it out. And do you think it just needs to be refs call? There's a bit of discretion for the ref. They can decide. I'm, I, I'm all for like no one wants players' safety around the head more than I do. Yeah, having been there and done it, and I just think 
the first thing has to be yes or no intent. If there's intent, then then you can go down the red card. If there's no intent, regardless of how sickening or, or vicious the blow is, if there's no intent there, if it's a mm. complete accident, then it, then it can be a yellow card. You know, you go off for 10 minutes. Even though you didn't mean it, it was contact to the head, you're off. Yeah. But if, you know, if it's a sickening blow with intent, there's, there's, that's it, you're gone. And it, it's always bad been technique, bad, though, isn't it? Yeah. Well, bad technique, bad technique with yes. contact to the head is also should be a red card. You yeah. Know? There, there should be a penalty for bad technique. Because there's a duty of care that you have as the tackling player, don't you? Absolutely. Um, we're not going to talk about head knocks all afternoon. Uh, RTS, he played 60 minutes. Uh, what did you make of him? Yeah, listen, I, I think I think he's going to get stronger and stronger. Obviously, he missed ITM Cup last year. Mm. Um, it's a, it's a, it was a real good chance for him to learn the game and against not so super competition, you know. And then he's gone into the New Zealand teams. He's had he's had the eight hardest games of the round, and you know he got a bit he got injured, so he missed a few, but. The next few weeks, I, I really think he's going to come into his own. He's, he's, mm. he's up against some defences that are probably not quite so well uh, organised. He's up against some players that are probably not quite up to New Zealand standard. So I, I think he's going to find his feet. And he, he looked pretty sharp, to be fair, over the weekend. He, he got those dancing feet out a few times. Yeah. And, oh, uh, so isn't it great to see? Oh, man, he moves a metre in the air. Like... It's it's you you can have him lined up and he and then he's not there. And he's a ghost. He, he's a meter on the other side. So, yeah. uh, spectacular feat. I mean, I'm really looking forward to seeing um, the, the the next three weeks. They've got uh, the rebels. Um, they've got the force this weekend, obviously. And yeah. so, yeah, a great opportunity for him to 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 play some really good footy. Get the confidence meter up a little bit. I, I thought. I mean, I looked it up as a stat and I immediately deleted it. But it was some uh, tackling percentage. He's he's been doing very well in um, defence. And that was, I think, a bit of the worry around RTS coming into Union was how hard is it to defend in the midfield? Yeah, no, it's tough. I bet you he's glad he didn't play for the Warriors uh, on the weekend <laughs> just gone. Gee, he would have had some tackle stats in that oh, one. Oh, we could have done with them though, couldn't we? <laughs> 70. Uh, well, mind you, you probably didn't have to make a lot of tackles if you're getting beat by 70. But anyway, we'll leave that alone. <laughs> 178 they had to make in the second half. Oh, 19 of them they missed. Um, oh, God. We're putting that one to bed. Yeah, okay. It's behind us. It's fish Fair and enough. chips, mate. Uh, the team list is out now. Yes. Um, there are a few uh, players returning. There's a couple of omissions due to, due to scheduled rest. Yes, scheduled rest. The good old All Black rest is back, you think. Uh, that they've probably had a little bit of that this year, some of them. But anyway, the teams are Hodgman, Eklund, Tangafasi, Romano, Dari, uh, and uh, Akira Ioani's back. back, which is good. Papaliti and uh, Segna at the back, which is, yep. you know, uh, great to see um, Akira back. Um, yeah. He's been off for eight weeks with a broken foot, so... It'll be interesting. Hopefully he's fit and strong. Um, no when he's at his best, it's like he's made out of flubber, the way guys just bounce off him. Yeah, he's strong. He's, he's ridiculously ridiculous, strong yeah. as a player. So, um, yeah, great to see. And, and, and that's not far off. That's not far off the Blues' best uh, starting eight. So um, it would be good to see. in the back line as well is pretty strong. Christie's back at nine. I think he's the best nine in the competition so far. Bowden Barrett's uh, finding his feet quite nicely. He's uh, a good rugby player. Uh, he's handy. Yeah. Handy. And uh, that combination, 9 and 10, I, I, I imagine that's going to be the all-black combination this year. Really? Yep. Say it. Wow. Say it now. Uh, Caleb Clark's back from a from clip a little that, rest. Clip that, Ben. Clip, clip that video clip out of that. <laughs> that may come back to haunt <laughs> um, uh, Roger at 12, Bryce Heem at 13. The old uh, war horse is still uh, track. I played with Bryce Did back you? in the day. Yeah. So that's how. That's Sorry, a, I shouldn't sound that surprised. Well, I'm surprised. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Lamb and Sullivan, Zan Sullivan at the back. So, 
you know, a lot of changes from last week and uh, you feel the big boys back. So, um, yeah, should be they should go pretty good against the Force. The Force are, you know, a handy team, but they haven't performed well at home this year so far in the Aussie comp. So I don't think they've won over there yet at home. They've had a couple of away wins and nothing at home. So... Uh, yeah, I, I think I think they'll do it. I think they'll do it comfortably well. It sounds like a pretty good team. Um, we're going to go to a quick break here on the other side of this. We've got former Blues flanker Justin Collins joining the show. Stay with us here on Blues Brothers. Yeah, I'm and I are in for Ricardo alongside Steve Devine in the studio uh, for your Blues Brothers fix this Wednesday evening. It's just gone seven forty-seven, and on the line joining the show, uh, loose forward Justin Collins. G'day, Justin. How are you getting on, mate? Good, thanks, Manoa, Stevie. How are you guys going? Yeah, not too bad, mate. Looking, uh, listen, we're all pretty sharp up here. I'm not sure about Fongaray. Still, uh, still, still living. Mate, mate, it's the winter of the north, and uh, <laughs> but unfortunately, we had a bit of a bad run, and it's, it's been raining a fair bit lately. But it'll come right. Well, we were just talking about the uh, the team list, and uh, the big uh, inclusion I think for us is Akira Yuani's back in the team. How 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 big is that for the Blues? Oh, look, it's huge. They've, they've got enough, they've got a heap of depth already, but uh, having someone like Akira come back with it, with, you know, he's got a reasonable amount of experience now, and uh, he'll be one day, he's been on the sidelines for, what, six or eight weeks by now, and, uh, look, he'll be just busting to have a, have a good run, I'd say. Mate, he, he hasn't been renowned for his fitness. You're, you're a loose four that was pretty renowned for their fitness. Um, mate, do you reckon they would have kept him in shape? Uh, look, I reckon they would have tried to keep him in shape, but I mean, I just know, just by the looks of Akira, he's a, he's a, he's a lot of fast twitch fibres. The man needs to be playing, and, uh, and he needs to put a few games together. He'll he'll have a certain amount of fitness, but um, he needs to put five or six games together, and uh, he can be on fire. But the secret is um, actually uh, staying on the field for that long. And mate, uh, we were just having a chat before about Dalton Pavelitti. Obviously, um, the Crusaders game a few weeks ago, um, we all thought he was best in show uh, in that game. How do you see he's travelling uh, this year so far? Uh, look, outstanding. I said I've got a lot of time. I, I don't know Dalton too well. I met him a couple of times, but look, outstanding actually. He uh, uh, he's got some real old school attitude and passion that uh, that I like. Um, and he, you can just tell he bleeds for the for the blue jersey, and, and really he'd bleed for any jersey that he puts on. Uh, and for him to have, to be the captain, I mean, uh, I don't think there could be a better person to to be uh, fronting up. Mate, I, I I'm I'm a bit gobsmacked there as the official uh, unofficial mayor of Whangarei, as someone you don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 I said we've spoken a couple of times, and. Okay. <laughs> It, uh, yeah, it takes it a little more, you know, a little more than that to be someone maybe that we really know. Maybe we'll have to uh, sort that out when we have to make sure you know show all well by the end of the season. Ha- mate, how do you think they're going to go? Obviously, they're tracking. They've dropped the first game and then they've won every game since. Uh, it's been a while. Well, it's been a while since they've had a, a proper victory, mate. Do you uh, do you think they're they're a chance for the comp? Look, I think they're well on track. Uh, I, I think the balance of the team is really good. Uh, they've got they've got they've got a heap of X factor in there as usual, but uh, they've actually got a heap of grunters in there uh, across the board as well, and that's what you need to to win a competition. Um, they, they went well last year, and they would have got uh, uh, they weren't happy with how they went last year. Um, this year, I think they're still building. They still have a way to go. Um, I seen that Crusaders game a couple of weeks ago. They 
they were they were they were sort of building nicely and, and they were putting some good pressure on. But um, then uh, this week against the Drua, uh, last week, sorry, they um, they just sort of showed a little bit of a uh, maybe a complacency issue that um, that they really need to get rid of uh, if they're going to be a champion team. I think a lot of teams um, in that first round sort of showed a little bit of complacency. You know, the, the Hurricanes let out a 17-0 run. Um, but the marquee signing for the Blues this season has been uh, Roger Tuivasa-Shek. Uh, it's the, the player everyone wants to watch. What have you made of him thus far? Look, I've been look fairly impressed. It just looks like he's, 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 he's relearning the game. He's coming back into it. Um, he's... Getting the basics right, I, you know, as far as I can see, look, like, and that's what you need to do. You need to uh, get a solid base, get the basics right, and um, and, and go from there. I mean, but when uh, when people talk them up confronting the All Blacks, I mean, it's just it, she's a, it's a bit a bit far flung for sort of my liking. But uh, look, as long as he's doing the right thing in the team and and he's doing a lot of learning, I mean, he's got all the skills to go all the way. But he just it just needs to be one step at a time. Mate, uh, obviously you're Whangarei boy. How um, and you've got big Tom Robinson at six playing in your old position. Um, you rate him pretty highly. Uh, again, another man a bit like Dalton, just with a huge heart, and uh, um, and he's come from good stocks. You know, he uh, again he probably he's a little bit rough on his body for for um, for his own liking to actually uh, spend too many games together. But mate, that need any guys actually put the Put their heart and soul into each game, and uh, and run up and and then would you know you got a heap of Northlanders in the team, buddy, doing exactly that. So it's a pretty pretty proud to see her and watch that, mate. How how are the Blues perceived up there? Obviously, I know in years gone by they've sort of lost a fair bit of interest when there hasn't been many Northland boys involved. But uh, they're, they're, like you said, there's a few this year. They like people up there getting behind them. Yeah, well, it's it's it, it, it's always taken a while for for anyone from Northland to sort of. Uh, uh, start barracking for, for anyone that's based in Auckland, and uh, they've um, but uh, they've really come around, especially with a, with a good mix of players through the team. Um, there's a really good following, and and uh, every few weeks you see a handful of players up here uh, mixing and mingling with, with the public, and um, look, they're actually doing a really good job at um, at, at covering north and, and covering. Um, um, regions that the Blues are involved in. So, look, uh, pretty happy with how that's going. It certainly helps when the Warriors get pumped by 70, but doesn't it? <laughs> no, no, we, we said we weren't going to talk about that anymore. We're putting it to bed. Hey, Justin Collins, thanks very much for your time this afternoon, mate. Hey, hey awesome, guys, and uh, look, up the Blues. Cheers, Stumpy. Great to hear from him. <laughs> Cheers, mate. Great to hear from him there, Justin Collins. A few cicadas in the background. Can't have been raining too much. Mate, that's the far north. That's what happens oh. up there, eh? The, the wildlife's out. Yeah. Last time I was up there, possums were walking down the street. You got old, <laughs> good old Whangarei. It's a great town. Yeah, riding horses down to the dairy. It's a uh, great part of the country. Um, and good to hear that they get behind the blues as well. Um, this weekend, what do you what do you make of the uh, the blues odds? Uh, I think they'll do it pretty comfortably. This is a way stronger team than last week. Um, the Western Force, the Western Force, they're not a bad team. All right, they they, they compete. They compete hard for most things. I, they're just not going to have it. They won't have it set piece. They won't have it. Uh, you know, line out drive time. You know, we'll get a few points. They'll ch- start chasing the game, and we should run away with it comfortably in the end. I reckon thirteen and over. 
put the house on it. Um, you mentioned that the uh, they've actually got a pretty cruisy. Well, not cruisy. I mean, this is Super Rugby. You know, it's a, it's a tough competition. But they've got a pretty easy run for the next few weeks, as you mentioned. The the Rebels are next up. We've been calling them the Shambles all year, uh, Melbourne. Although they've come all right um, in the last in the last uh, couple of weeks or so. Um, and then they get into the Reds. So do you think it, it's it's a matter of trying different things for the Blues over the next couple of weeks? Yeah, I think, you know, as a coach, I'd be just trying to get my full team, full strength team back on the field for all that last two rounds, right? They've got the Reds and they've got the Brumbies. So get, them, get everyone back for those two rounds and you'll probably have an easy quarter final because they'll probably play seventh or eighth or something like that and then you're into the semis and finals and that's, that's where you make your money. Is it between them and the Crusaders to take this comp out? I, I think definitely. All right, brilliant. Well, put the house on at 13 plus this weekend. Uh, Steve Devine, thank you very much for your time, mate. That's been Blues Brothers for another Wednesday. Cheers, people. Talk next week. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.